a warm welcome, and thank you for joining the Run Smarter Tribe. This podcast is designed to help educate you and transform you into a stronger, healthier, smarter runner. My name is Brody, and I'm a physiotherapist dedicating my career to treating runners, and I have a life ambition to bring clarity and control to every runner. So with clarity, knowing what exactly to do when nickels do arise, knowing how to train smarter and how to increase your running performance safely. And then we have control, being able to control you as a runner, being in control of your running, become resilient without fear of injury. These podcast episodes are designed to do just that. To take full advantage of this podcast, you need to download the Run Smarter app. This contains all of my podcast episodes, written blogs and ebooks neatly housed into categories so you can easily navigate through and find the content you are interested in. And if you become a patron of the podcast, you will also find all the exclusive benefits on the app, including a back catalog of all these exclusive episodes that I've done. There is even a link that will take you to my online physio clinic where I assess and treat runners from all over the world so I can be on standby if you need one-on-one physio assistance. So start your Run Smarter journey with season one where I cover the top 10 principles to overcome any running injury. These are principles and concepts that all runners need to know, including principle number eight, which discusses that rest is not always best. When a structure becomes irritated, the capacity for that structure to tolerate load drops. A weak structure in combination with complete rest continues to weaken that structure. I call this the pain, rest, weakness, downward spiral. You can then continue your journey, delving into season two, which covers all things strength training. Several strength and conditioning activities have been shown to enhance running economy. Recap, we have gain one, improves your anaerobic qualities. Gain two, it improves your running economy. Let's talk about gain three, which is improving running technique. We then continue busting other myths as I become the interviewer and start interviewing other physios. Running shoe manufacturers that sometimes just blow my mind because they're promoting so many things and trying to make people believe that they will reduce injuries or prevent injuries or treat injuries sometimes. And uh, unfortunately, it's just not based on, on evidence. You'll also find some episodes where I chat with world-renowned researchers. I'm Dr. Lizzie Moore at Cardiff Metropolitan University. I'm currently a leader in human movement and sport medicine, looking at how we can try and change our running style and focus on not just performance, but also uh, rehabilitation or injury prevention. I also like to broaden my horizons outside my scope of physiotherapy, so interview other world-leading health professionals, such as chiropractors. Now we have pretty good evidence that cartilage actually adapts to mechanical load, and the evidence is pretty overwhelming that people who exercise and people who run actually have a lot less knee osteoarthritis symptoms and pain and whatnot. I also interview world-leading podiatrists. I think a lot of recreational runners are experiencing some improvement in their times with these shoes, but I'm a little bit suspicious that there may well be a little bit of a placebo effect here as well. And let's not forget the top tier running coaches. You know, I think if you're a performance-oriented runner, which basically means you have some sort of performance-oriented goal, those are definitely situations where you need to have a plan because if you don't have a plan, you know, it's really difficult for you to progress and improve over time. You also might find episodes that you never thought would help your running. And we even focus on some episodes around psychology and even sleep science. Oftentimes when you're injured, athletes will go through a grieving process. Uh, the first stage is denial, where it's like, oh my God, please don't let this be happening. This isn't happening. I'm, it's, I'm sure it's fine. And then after that is bargaining. So bargaining, where you, where you sort of get to this place where like, okay, enough is enough. I'm sure if I take two days, two more days off, I'll be fine. Just looking at sleep, sleeping more than eight hours of sleep 
during weekdays reduced the odds of injury by 61%. It is my pleasure to be your guide, educating you with the best people in the world with the most up-to-date research, covering a wide range of different topics, all designed to help you make smarter training decisions. When suddenly I trip over a rock or a root, I fall, the one person, the one who's gonna thrive, pops up almost laughing as they were falling down and says, okay, something is gonna go wrong, let's deal with this. The person who's not gonna thrive is the person who falls down, tripping, and is already in anguish before they've even hit the ground. It's just 33 joints of potential. And generally I say to them, like, when's the last time you walked into a gym and the goal of the session was to get jacked feet? It's not just about avoiding compression. You also actually have to build the capacity of that tendon to cope with compression loads again. Often some of these patients, because they've heard that they need to avoid compression, have gone and avoided all types of compression for months and months and months. So subscribe to the Run Smarter podcast and let's start your journey right now.